Hello. Welcome to Listen in Worship for St Michael's and St Mary's Churches, the Sermon and the Hymn of the Day for Sunday, for Sunday the 15th of November, the second Sunday before Advent. And so picking up our Gospel theme today, the theme of the talents and burying our gifts. I wonder how many of us bury our gifts. There are so many reasons why not all the gifts that God lavishes on his people, for his people, are used. Sometimes people simply haven't had the life opportunity that would enable them to discover or nurture a gift they have been given. One of my boy's first piano teachers had not even met a piano until he entered the sixth form at school. There was a piano in the common room and in his two years in the sixth form he went from never having touched a piano to grade eight and teaching. I guess if he had never touched a piano he would never have discovered what a gift he had and would never have been able to nurture that gift of music in my children. There are gifts too that we often don't realise are gifts. Hospitality, knitting, needlework, gardening, given for the beauty of the earth, for nightgowns, for prem babies, blanket squares, for blankets, for disaster zones, banners and altar linen in, for worship in church, for example. Then there are the gifts we have had squashed out of us when people have made fun of us or simply failed to encourage us so that we have stopped believing in ourselves. Our culture is not always kind to those who are learning. And while there may be a need sometimes in love to tell someone that maybe their gifts lie in a different direction, too often people are discouraged before they have barely begun. We do need to cultivate a culture of support and appreciation in which gifts can be tried, appreciated and nurtured in thanks to God, the giver of the gifts and for the benefit of all. And if we have allowed a gift to be squashed away in us, as I have done, then we may need to say sorry to God and to forgive the people who hurt us and forgive ourselves too. And remember, there is always the chance of being open to the new things that God is always doing. Our highly competitive culture can mean that only the very best are considered gifted. That's even the language we use, isn't it? But slightly wonky cakes can be just as delicious and welcoming as the perfect specimens that look so gorgeous we barely dare to cut them. We need choirs as well as soloists, good neighbours and carers as well as doctors and consultants, people who can make do and mend as well as fashion designers. And I would say that these are not greater and lesser gifts in the way that our society often suggests, but different gifts and all so very necessary. 
sometimes those who have found the spot where their gifts can be used are reluctant to move over and make room for others with similar giftings. I remember a priest in a church we used to go to asking for extra cleaners to ready the church for Easter. He told people to come along at 7.30 on Wednesday to help. The existing cleaners, however, chose to meet at 5.30 so that when the new people came, the work was all done and their enthusiasm deflated. But the giver of the gifts knows that there is plenty of work for us all. And perhaps the gift is not about what we can do. Maybe the gift, our gift, is simply about who we are. We are each called to be a unique part of the image of God shown forth in the world. Each with our own unique qualities and personality. Aren't there people among us who just buy who they are and they might not even be aware of it? Show us how to be kind generous, welcoming, encouraging, cheerful or gracious. They somehow simply embody the qualities that they naturally and unconsciously teach us. Somehow, sometimes it is about our own courage. I know that I have said to God, if you want me to do that, you will need to write it on the wall in capital letters. There are times when what God is calling us to do will involve great vulnerability and great effort. For me, going into ministry was like that. I never was a person who stood up in front of people. And I wasn't excited about going through so many interviews. Selection panel is truly terrifying. And then, of course, there was another degree to do. It is helpful at times like that to have a reasonable certainty that you are doing what God is asking of you. And that he who has called you will equip you. And that he is faithful to his promises. Of course, some people are stunningly gifted and amazingly confident in their gifting and amazingly generous in the offering of their gifts. And I suppose that sometimes when people bury their talents, it may be about being lazy, ungenerous or preoccupied with other things. Some of us just find it so hard to realise, to believe that God chooses to use and to need us, all of us, for the spread of the gospel, the salvation of souls and to advance his kingdom. Each week we read the gospel, maybe as if its work was done when Matthew, Mark, Luke and John Put their pens down. The Acts of the Apostles, of course, tells us some of the wondrous acts of God 
and his faithful followers that came next. And then you and I, we are the writers of the next chapters of the story in the ways we live and move and have our being and spread the good news of Jesus Christ around us. That is, unless we simply choose to bury our talents in the ground. Let us choose instead to work with our God for the spread of the gospel, the salvation of souls and the advance of his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And I say, Amen. Let it be so. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope you enjoy listening to the hymn of the day, sung for us again by James and Miriam. Dear Lord and Father of mankind. God bless you. Have a good day and a great week. Dear Lord and Father of mankind, forgive our foolish ways. Reclothe us in our rightful mind, in pure lives thy service find. In deeper reverence praise, in deeper reverence praise. In simple trust like theirs who heard beside the Syrian sea. The gracious calling of the Lord, let us, like them, without a word, rise up and follow Let flesh retire, 
Speak through the earthquake, wind and fire, O still small voice of calm.